0: I tell you, you're all over the place because you got to account for what's happening with the Aggies, the Bears, and then of course the Aggies are always kind of wanting to see what's going on with the Longhorns as well. And some news coming out of Austin, not good for Chris Beard. He has been bailed out. They did the uh, they walked him out of jail. All the uh, news folks were waiting for him out there, and um, it's uh, he did not comment. Which is not surprising. And oh, by the way, Jack, they have a game tonight. the The Longhorns do. Uh, what a what a crazy situation unfolding in Austin with its head basketball coach. Uh, do you? I mean, do you have any sense for like? I mean, I I I don't think that you can coach in a situation like this. I mean, do you? What do you do? Just um, I guess you suspend him until we find out more. Uh, this is uh, this is a this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, if you know anything about me, you know I'm not a morning person. So waking up early in the morning, open up Twitter for the first time, and there it is, and all over Twitter. Was was not anything, of course, you know, that any of us were expecting to wake up to this morning. But like you said, I don't see, you know, obviously there's no way that he could be coaching tonight just because college kids, you think you teach them, you know, focus on the task at hand, focus on what's right ahead of you, don't let the distractions get in the way. What bigger distraction would there be than for Chris Beard to be standing on the sidelines to be there in the locker room with all of this cloud of uncertainty around him? I think, you know, if you're a college athletics department, the, the PR department, you know, you're scrambling right now. You're trying to figure out what the, the motivation mm-hmm. is right now. But in the meantime, you know, you've got to think with these 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old kids, the last thing that you need to be doing is putting this potentially dangerous situation just from a mm-hmm. focused mindset, basketball sense at the very least, right in the middle of everything, um, and so I can't imagine what's going through the players' minds, what's going through the rest of the staff's minds through all this, um, and it's going to be a mess to sort out over the next couple of days.
0: It will, and uh, and, and and just for so people uh, maybe just joining us, it is uh, arrested Monday morning on a felony domestic violence charge, and this is a felony. Uh, and, and part of this it's important, Jack, is the assault of a family household member impede breath circulation or strangulation. And, and that is what uh, kind of upgrades this to a, a felony charge. And uh, uh, you saw, I'm sure, Jack, you've been on social media and saw him walking out of there. You know, his attorney, and it's important to, to, to always say what the attorney is saying for Chris Beard, and he says he should have never been arrested. The complainant wants him released immediately and all charges dismissed. Well, not so fast. That's not really how it works. And, uh, and you know, w- once something is called in like this, obviously, even if a, a victim uh, changes their mind, it, you know, you can't just go, okay, well, they don't want charges. We'll just drop everything. And there are a lot of reasons for that um you're right i mean this is jack this is going to be um you know you, you just you hope everybody's going to be okay in this situation and it's just a it's a strange uh the the whole thing and for you know what it's happening and you know chris beard is someone jack that is so all about basketball and it's sort of known almost like billy clyde gillespie used to be in a little bit for just like never leaving the office and and it maybe hurting some of his relationships in the past because he was he poured himself into it so much and so uh this is a uh, it's a really uh, unfortunate thing that's that's going on and we'll see you know what happens and can you imagine jack to to the point you made a minute ago like not just the pr folks or the sids the assistant coaches now that basically may have to kind of take up and, and get and try to keep this program going and oh by the way uh, and, and the rankings probably came out earlier today and that it was changed but they started this day at like number two in the country now they lost to Illinois but they're having you know they're supposed to be one of the top five to ten teams in the country and all of this happens um, you're right I how do you go play that game tonight? Like, and, and maybe the truth of it is these players are probably more resilient than we give them credit for. Once you roll a basketball out, they'll probably be okay. But man, I I, I don't know how you get focused on something like this, Jack. Well, it,
1: exactly. And then, like you said, kind of once the game keeps going, I'm sure you don't settle into a rhythm and the focus will be on basketball for a while and, uh you know, the coaches, they've got the game plan at this point. They know what they're doing coming into life. But the question is, how does this affect everything moving forward? How does this affect last room dynamics? How does this affect um you know coaching and, and coaching moves you have to make if something happens if this you know, depending on how it all plays out? There's just so many unknowns at this point in time that when you look at the situation you just have no idea not only how you will go, but how players and coaches and everyone will respond. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be an interesting story to follow as it all unfolds.
0: Yeah, and right before we were coming on today, uh, I mean, you know, we're talking about the Mike Leach story is so tough and, and just does not seem like it's going in the right direction, who has suffered, according to media reports, a massive heart attack, and uh, people have been reaching out. Dave Aranda from Baylor did, and, and they obviously have crossed paths over the years. That, that's one of the great, Jack, uh, uh, you know, one of the great personalities in all of sports. But especially college football. I mean, Mike Leach is college football. He's a great character. Books have been written about him, 61 years old. And so our prayers go out to him. Now on a happier note, I mean, I, I love it, Jack, you got to be, I mean this is this is in your wheelhouse. When the central Texas teams, you know do so well and of course we lost crawford man i wanted crawford to go to the state title as well i had been loving that crawford team but jack you have to people that don't know i mean you're down there having to cover college station and doing a lot of stuff with the aggies as well and there's a team out of college station that's playing alito but let's stick first with our with our uh, local teams uh martin albany uh getting it on and of course you'll hear that right here on ESPN Central Texas Jack is that um I, I we were just talking about Aaron and I were talking about off air Albany has a very famous uh uh coach and, and obviously they've won a ton of ball games but well once Mart gets this close I'd have a hard time seeing them not getting it done is that kind of how you feel going into this one
1: well, it felt almost inevitable since week one of the season that Bart was going to be here. You looked at their region, and there was no one that was going to be in their weight class. So the big the question was, when they get to the state semifinals, when they play Burton or Fall City or whoever came out of that area, could they get over the hump? And so then this past week, they took out a Burton team that hadn't given up a touchdown on defense the entire postseason leading up to the game. And Mark hung. I think it was 35 points in the first half, and it was not close. It was over from midway through the first quarter. And it was one of the things where that was supposed to be the point that Mark got pushed, and they yeah. it. And they just ran away with it. And so now, if they come into a game with Albany, who you know kind of slumped a little bit out of the gate, but has turned it on as of late, everybody, want, you know, you want to think, okay, well now you're in a free championship game. That means it's going to be even tougher. The reality is that Martin has worked head and shoulders above everybody else. The question is, do they let that get the best of them? We saw that two years ago when they played Winthorst. They were clearly the better team, but they had some bad turnovers. They had some dumb penalties that wound up opening the door for Winthorst to pull a historic upset. So the question is, you know, can they keep their head on their shoulders enough to be able to avoid those mistakes, those pitfalls, and do what they should be able to do. I'm not expecting it to be a close game, but if you come in with that expectation, the door's open for something
0: to happen. All right. uh, Jack Allen, sports director, KXXV Sports, of course, covers Baylor, the Aggies, Texas high school football, keeps one eye over on the the Tigers because he spent some time in Baton Rouge. The man... The man's all over the place. He's got ties to the Church of Christ from his Harding days. So, um, I mean, he's a man for all seasons. Now, Jack, uh, China Spring, getting it on with uh, boy, Bernie. That, that, to me, I used to think of Bernie as such a small little place. But, but then, you know, they do have a place called uh, Tapatio Springs. Got a great resort there, owned by George Strait, of all people. Uh, right there in uh in Bernie. What do you as you kind of get ready for 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 this matchup? I mean, I this McCollum. I've mean, I've I've really admired and loved what China Spring has done because they just pass it from coach to coach to coach. But you know what? This Beatty, Coach Beatty. I mean, there's a there's each one of them brings a whole new kind of flavor and a new approach. Um, do you feel like? China spring has sort of gotten past the, the toughest part. What do we what do we expect from this opponent?
1: Well, Bernie, I mean they're big. If you ask anybody in this them, they're big. They're strong. They're physical. They're going to run the ball. They're going to try to um, just run it down, to control the clock and control possession. And that was a bit like what Decatur did this past week against China Spring. Decatur had a running back who's got offers from, like, Oklahoma, a bunch of big power five schools, and their whole thing was they're going to run the ball, and it helped for them for their sake that there was so much fog this past Friday night. It was wild. You could not see across the field, and that really limited what China Spring was able to do offensively. They jumped out to a 21-0 lead, then the fog rolled in, and then suddenly when they were not able to throw the ball deep like they liked to, it kind of shrunk the field, and it made things a little more advantageous for Decatur, who was able to come back, make it a 6 point game, things got interesting right, but China Spring was able to pull it out. I think Bernie's going to try to do a lot of what Decatur did there in the second half, which could be a tough matchup for China Springs. but I think China Spring has so many great athletes all over the field at the skill positions, especially. You touched on Tosh McCall, he's one of the finalists for Mr. Texas football crazy that it sounded like time of could have two Mr. Texas football finalists in back-to-back years. Last year, Major had won it. This year, Cash is one of the finalists. they have got a running back in Kyle Barton who lights up the scoreboard. They've got good receivers like Rex, and Trey Hafford. I mean, Trey Hafford had an incredible game this past week. And when you start looking at the names of guys who not only are just great athletes, but they've been there. They've played at at Stadium. They've won a game. They know what it takes. I think Titans 3 has the edge. But matchup-wise, it's going to be the question is whether they can create enough chaos in the middle to slow down Bernie and get those playmakers to fall enough time to start to maybe try to run up the score.
0: All right, and then I uh, wanted to – Jack Allen joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Channel 25 zone, and uh, he's, uh, he's all over the, the map here. He, can, uh, he covers a lot of different teams. Um, Abbott, though, I mean, I, I do think we all have a, a place for the smaller schools, and, boy, Abbott has become such a powerhouse in our midst the home of Willie Nelson. I mean, it used to be home to the Turkey Shop. Used to spend a lot of time there, uh, you know. And, and coming from Kaufman to Waco, uh, and I would stop for I'd stop at the Turkey Shop. But Abbott, I love these scores. The uh, previous game here, and they, uh, Abbott's been kind of waiting, but they, that and County game, what eighty-eight to sixty, I believe that one was. I was just glad they got to play a few games where they didn't like. You know, do the mercy rule, and they got to they got to finish some of these things out. What do you think about um, Abbott's chances as they uh, as they prepare for a, a state title game?
1: Well, Matt, you, you mentioned it there. Abbott's only played two games that went all four quarters this year. Wow! They mercy ruled every other opponent uh, before the second to last round that they played. So they went four quarters against Gordon, and then they went four quarters against Gordon. and. They do by being physical, running the ball, and playing defense, which I don't know how much six-man football you've watched or you know, people who listen watch. Playing defense in six-man football is very difficult. There's just not enough bodies to go around to cover the whole field. Teams will spread you out, run all over. But Abbott went through a stretch of like a month and a half where they didn't know I would score. In six-man football, they allowed a thing was like, seven points <laughs> over a month and a half. And so it's wild to see not only the way that they've won, but the way they dominated. They went up against an Erie County team that was um, that was a little bit bigger than them in terms of, like, height. And so they would throw the ball over at it, and Abbott struggled a little bit to defend against that. That's kind of how Erie County ran up 60 points on them. Otherwise, offensively, Abbott had no problems. Defensively, they were shutting him down in the middle. Um, I'm actually, I don't know how I've managed this, but I've actually managed to see Westbrook play again game this year. She played against Jonesville uh, in the middle of the season on a third random Thursday night uh, out there. And watching Westbrook play, they play a little bit more of the same kind of style that Abbott does, but I think Abbott's a little bit quicker they're a little bit stronger. I think they should be the favorites in this one and hopefully can bring uh, title home. It's funny, I was talking to Coach Crawford out there, and they won a title back in 2015, but that was before six-man games were played at AT&T Stadium. So this is going to be his first time in wow. you know, all of his years coaching to be able to coach at AT&T Stadium, and he was just giddy talking to him after that area. kind game. about have chance to be able to do that.
0: All right, and of course, uh, College Station making it back to back trips uh, to the state championship and going to play Alito. Um, man, that was, uh, you talk about uh, Alito coming back down 14 3 at halftime against Longview. I think some people felt like that was for the state title, uh, but that may not be giving College Station enough credit. I feel like Alito. If I remember reading some of your Twitter, maybe Alito owes College Station something from maybe back in 2017. Um, Do you? And I I happen to know the uh, the the Alito quarterback, Hoss Haney's family. What a what a dual sport athlete he is as a junior. We got some great ones in Central Texas. Well, that's one who can throw it, runs some kind of crazy. Runs a ten six hundred, extremely fast. And has a really good arm, has a really live arm. Is this? I mean, is this? Is this in your mind? And I, you probably even know who's favored already in this one. I would think they have Alito favored, but I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, Alito is going to be the favorite coming into this. You touched on it a little bit. Twenty seventeen, the state title game, conversation game, as underdogs, they managed to pull a huge upset by beating Alito, and so. It's cool to see, you know, five years later, that kind of rematch coming up in similar circumstances. College Station was left for dead pretty early in the season. They had a bad loss to Lovejoy, and they lost their star running back Marquise Collins for the season. Uh, and things just looked like they were heading downhill under new head coach started prior. They lost a game in the middle of district play against Georgetown, and it was sort of like, okay, we're good, but they're not going to be back at state. Well, somewhere... Around, it was like the second quarter of their game against AM Consolidated. They were down three touchdowns, came back, won that game, got a share of the district play, and then he just motored through the postseason. They had an incredible finishing in Smiths and Valley where they made seven straight stops inside the 10 as time expired to win the game and seal the deal to make it to last week, as this past Friday night, or Saturday night, I guess it was. And then they blew the doors off a good Veterans Memorial team. And so College Station is peaking at the right time. They have a lot of youth um, in terms of their quarterback. Their running back is just a sophomore, scored a few touchdowns uh, Saturday night. And so they're a team that's hot, that's peaking at the right time, and their defense has really been the thing that's led the way, forcing turnovers, making big plays in key moments. And so when you go against a tough team like Alito, that's what you need is the playmakers on defense who can make that play to flip the momentum, to flip the game. And that's what College Station has been able to do this postseason. And if they can do that again after coming up literally inches short of beating Peyto in overtime last year, um, I think College Station can give Alito a run for its money. That's the one that I'm really looking forward to that I think should be a really interesting game.
0: Inches short. Don't you feel like we've seen a lot of goal line stands in recent years? The Baylor one, the TCU, the big 12 championship, the, uh, the, the Cowboys had a goal line stand yesterday. And so did the Texans. I just feel like everywhere we look, there's go, there's these huge goal line stands happening and they are very exciting, especially when it goes your way. All right, Jack, we had a lot of ground to cover. I appreciate it. And, uh, Always appreciate your knowledge on our local uh, high school football, and um, I know you'll be busy, man. We got a Wednesday game, we got a couple of Wednesdays, we got a Saturday, we got uh, you know that uh, game we were just talking about the 5A finals. So there's a lot going on, uh, and I know you'll be very busy. And why don't you just stay in the week in the Metroplex for uh, Sundays? you know the baylor women and the baylor men will be playing so just just make a week out of this okay and just have some well, good holiday time in the in the metroplex
1: can you uh talk to jerry jones if you find me to get just a bed in one of the suites there at at and I'll just stay the night you know and make a living out there
0: yeah yeah i've, I've written too many negative stories about jerry to ever pull off that but uh uh, we we'll uh I'll I'll see what I can do, Jack. I appreciate it. Have a great uh, have a great rest of the week, and we'll be in touch with you. Thanks, Matt. Aaron, you did. Jack seem kind of down at the end. Thanks, Matt. Thanks. Thanks, Matt. Okay, uh, always good to visit with Jack, though, and uh, and uh, go over a lot of our high school action. Uh, we've got some things to cover here in campus.